Section five of Fifty One Tales by Lord Dunsany. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. This book has been read by Rosalind Carlyle. Section five Time and the Tradesman, The Little City, and The Unpasturable Fields. Time and the Tradesman. Once time, as he prowled the world, his hair grey not with weakness but with dust of the ruin of cities, came to a furniture shop and entered the antique department. And there he saw a man darkening the wood of a chair with dye and beating it with chains and making imitation wormholes in it. And when time saw another doing his work, he stood by him a while and looked on critically. And at last he said, That is not how I work. And he turned the man's hair white and bent his back and put some furrows in his little cunning face, then turned and strode away, for a mighty city that was weary and sick and too long had troubled the fields was sore in need of him. The Little City I was in the predestined 11.8 from Gorag Wood to Drogheda, when I suddenly saw the city. It was a little city in a valley, and only seemed to have a little smoke. And the sun caught the smoke and turned it golden, so that it looked like an old Italian picture, where angels walk in the foreground, and the rest is a blaze of gold. And beyond, as one could tell by the lie of the land, although one could not see through the golden smoke, I knew that there lay the paths of the roving ships. All around there lay a patchwork of small fields all over the slopes of the hills, and the snow had come upon them tentatively. But already the birds of the waste had moved to the sheltered places, for every omen boded more to fall. Far away some little hills blazed like an aureate bulwark, broken off by age, and fallen from the earthward rampart of paradise. And aloof and dark the mountains stared unconcernedly seawards. And when I saw those grey and watchful mountains sitting where they sat, while the cities of the civilization of Araby and Asia arose like crocuses, and like crocuses fell, I wondered for how long there would be smoke in the valley and little fields on the hills. The Unpasturable Fields Thus spake the mountains, Behold us, even us, the old ones, the grey ones, that wear the feet of time. Time on our rocks, shall break his staff and stumble, and still we shall sit majestic, even as now, hearing the sound of the sea, our old coeval sister, who nurses the bones of her children, and weeps for the things she has done. Far, far we stand above all things, 
befriending the little cities until they grow old and leave us to go among the myths. We are the most imperishable mountains. And softly the clouds foregathered from far places, and crag on crag and mountain upon mountain in the likeness of Caucasus, upon Himalaya, came riding past the sunlight upon the backs of storms, and looked down idly from their golden heights upon the crests of the mountains. Ye pass away, said the mountains, and the clouds answered, as I dreamed or fancied. We pass away, indeed we pass away, but upon our unpasturable fields Pegasus prances, here Pegasus gallops, and browses upon song, which the larks bring to him every morning, from far terrestrial fields, his hoof-beats ring upon our slopes, at sunrise, as though our fields were of silver, and breathing the dawn-wind in dilated nostrils, with head tossed upwards, and with quivering wings, he stands and stares from our tremendous heights, and snorts, and sees far future, wonderful wars, rage in the creases and the folds of the togas that cover the knees of the gods. End of section 5